What's up, Mets fans? Back at your Orange and Blue thing. Season 7, Episode 5. The heat just went on, and Julia's like, oh my god, do you hear that in my ears? I'm like, yeah. No! I, it's, the, it's the fan. We have heat in this room. I also, I swear I heard static, too. It happened at the exact same time, but whatever. I mean, there may be a little static, whatever. This is like a, not the hot. As we say, we have the best production value as far as like a setting is concerned. Yes. But... Audio wise and everything else might not be up to up to par like SNY, uh, which <laughs> we are going to have John DiMarsico on in just a little bit, who you have grown to maybe love. Maybe you haven't, but I think you should have if you haven't been watching SNY. I don't know where you've been. If you're a Mets fan, you probably watch the games, obviously. <laughs> right. So John is the man behind the scenes, pulling the plugs and uh you know calling the punches yes that that viral clip of edwin diaz walking in last year to narco and the cinematography around it that's the man behind that's the it. man that's so we're gonna have him on in a little bit way more than just that though like the the uh the buck hit by pitch yeah uh you know with the kill bill music yep. and if you remember i don't even know how they got away with this but we'll talk to him about it when uh, Jacob deGrom came back last year yes. and they played the entire entirety of simple man. Yeah. Which I don't think is technically legal, uh, but whatever, we'll, we'll talk to out. him about that a little bit later. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot's been going on obviously since the last time we had our show, unfortunately my worst fear came true. Not that I'm happy about it by any means, but right. from season, I mean, from the, the season premiere, whatever, five episodes ago, we were talking about the World Baseball Classic, and I was very nervous about Diaz, more so for his arm, not yeah. for a freak leg injury. But it is what it is at this <sighs> point. Uh, you could just deep sigh over it now. It's been a week now, I so know. it's like it's old news almost. I, 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 it really is. I feel it's just I feel so bad for him. I feel bad for us too. But that just like, and apparently he's in great spirits and is being like so optimistic, which is wonderful. But like that, it, it, this is obviously a completely different like spectrum. But like I. <laughs> I play on an adult kickball league and there's a girl on my team who is like in the best shape of anyone. She runs like five miles a day. She was jogging off the field after an inning, just uh -huh. like low running. And she's a runner and she stepped the wrong way and tore her ACL. That's crazy. And was like, and it just makes me think of that. And she, I just remember she was like going through it mentally because it's just like, how did this happen? Yeah. How did we get here? I mean, it's, it's baseball. It's a sport. Anytime you're putting yourself out there in any kind of athletic activity yeah freak shit can happen and unfortunately it did but you know yeah. my whole argument was and it's i've been having these side texts with friends and stuff throughout the week is people that either love the wbc or yeah. hate the wbc obviously i'm on the side of hating it now mainly because of our guy right. not because i hate fun <laughs> uh you know i think that everything's been absolutely electric you've been seeing the clips yeah. come out of of the atmosphere and the players loving it uh, you know, little side stories that have been coming out that, you know, we highlighted a couple last week as well. Right. Things that have been happening and, 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 you know, getting attention because of this tournament, which is great. But what's not great is the timing of it. Yeah. So how do they fix that? I don't know. Do they have it after the season? Uh, maybe that's not even the best way to do it either because guys that are on a walk year, it's like, all right, I just finished a, a great performance for the season. Right. I'm now hope to get paid off of that performance. Let's say this, and, this past off season, we like DeGrom, for of instance, course. And he's not going to go pitch the world baseball classic in November. I agree. And I, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, not, you don't want to do something that's putting the player in the worse off position. That's not what I'm trying to say here, but you know, the arguments that I, I am completely on board with and agree with is that 
this tournament means so much to the players, particularly, I mean, Team USA too. Everybody who's on Team USA is talking about the same thing about how, you know, representing your country means a lot. But specifically for those Don't players. Don't embarrass the country, yeah, David Wright. Specifically for those players who had to leave their countries behind to come here to be successful in the sport, yeah. it means something a little extra. Um, so, you know, you don't want to put them in a worse off position, but at the same time, since it's something that, you know, a lot of players have come out and said, like Richie had said, and they've outwardly said they'd rather this than win the world series. But remember when we, I actually hit up Tacoma about that. He's yeah. been taking, I think he took like a break or, uh, for yeah. a couple of days off of Twitter, but I sent him a DM and I'm like, Hey, remember when we brought this up and you said, no, I don't think so. No. And people the are players have come outwardly out and said, said it. This means more to me than right. than than and the uh, World Series, which that's is crazy. Why I feel like you it's know, us. if that's how you, f and I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but like if that's how they feel, I think there are certain players who wouldn't mind putting themselves in that position because it is so important to them. Um, and you know, I I don't know what the right answer is, but you know, it, it's something that I saw that was really like this wasn't even something I thought of as like you know an argument or a possibility here. But uh, Francisco Lindor's wife Katya had posted something on. Instagram on an Instagram story. And apparently when team Puerto Rico was still in the tournament, it was like they, they had gone like four days. I think it was, I don't want to get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was like four days without an assassination. Like that's like, people don't realize. What do you mean? Like in Puerto Rico, in Puerto Rico, because people are so locked into this. Yes. That's like, people don't realize where we live and our experience and our consumption of baseball is so wildly different of course than the rest of the world no, we were saying that from the very jump i was yeah. like listen i maybe just because of where we live and and the the, the team that i like is the mets and i don't right. really care about usa baseball and that's it's the not thing. the same to us you know and if we want to like get technical like i know that the, you know the championship of major league baseball is called the world series but this really is right, the right. world no, I agree. series I, like, I, I was thinking is, about that today you know what i mean yeah. like this is the americanized version of the world yeah. series is yeah. we we like to think we get the best in the world to come here and play or whatever but this is really a representation of the world and so you know i i think the players are completely justified in feeling the way they do yeah, about for sure. it um and i i don't know what the right answer is i do agree. we've said like, that the I whole think, time yeah. but my my argument from the beginning was listen you get paid to play for your major league baseball team. So what other, what other occupation in, on the planet yeah. could you be like, all right, two weeks before something that's very important to my real job, I'm going to just take off and do something that might be hazardous to my health and the further progression of the team I actually play for. I'm so trying to think about no, no job to that. I was talking to like Andrew Indart, who actually was mad about two things this week. We'll get to the parking <laughs> situation in a little bit, oh, but God. we were talking about the WBC and he's like, I'm all in on it now. I like it. I'm like, yeah, I think it's great too. Like right. th we're bringing the thunder sticks back because of the world baseball classic. Yeah. Like I love excitement. I love atmosphere. I love all that stuff. I'm not taking that away from it at all. What I care about is now we have a, a, a guy that just, got paid over a hundred million dollars right. who now can't play for you this know season what? because but, not because of his arm falling off because of a freak injury that I, only happened because he was there. What I will say is if there is any person who is entitled to have that opinion and whose opinion on this, I'm inclined to agree with it's the man who's giving him his money. Yeah. And if, You've seen what Steve Cohen has said since the injury. It's been nothing but incomplete. We're gonna 100 basically. They got he got him support. a personal trainer, a, a personal a nutritionist, chef. a chef, <laughs> yeah. and you know he was he was at not. I don't think he was at that he was game. In Tokyo. But he was yeah. He well, yeah, he's, he's all in on. He's it. over there be, making sure that Otani knows he's thing. his friend before he becomes a Met next and, year. And as much as I love Edwin Diaz and I wanted to see him for the five years we signed him, especially since he is 
literally in the peak of his career and this fucking sucks. There's no way around that. Yeah. But if the guy who's shelling out the cash can be this supportive of just like, okay, we just have to focus now on getting you better. That was something that you felt was important for you and your country and you did it. And that's great. And whatever. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the mentality I have is it clearly, I don't think Edwin Diaz regrets it. And honestly, this is the thing I watched that inning and I was dying on the couch, but, but if you rewatch the video of the celebration, Edwin Diaz is not jumping up. No, and down. No, no. He is trying not to hurt himself. Yeah, he is yeah, trying yeah. not to like, you can look at him and he's not going crazy. Yeah. I think he knew he's like, okay, I need to protect myself. I need to protect my body. But also it wasn't like they won the whole thing. They just moved on. I from know, that game, but which... it was, it was everybody else. And I think that's also, again, I'm not blaming anyone, but I think that's why his teammates took it so hard was because I think, and again, there really wasn't a good camera like angle shit. to show, like, but I think it was them jumping on him that caused him to step wrong because he wasn't jumping up and right, down right, right, in right, rhythm right. with them. Well, I watched that live and, uh, you know, oh, I my... saw it live. So can I say I went to bed that night? I was exhausted. I'm scrolling Twitter and I just see like him running into narco. I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like I'm actually excited for, for baseball season. It didn't really seem yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired, whatever. Yeah. And I woke up and my dad texted me. He's like, what the fuck happened to Diaz? And I was like, I don't, I don't know what this means. Like maybe he's just confused. Like why was Diaz playing in a game? Cause I, my dad is like with it, but like uh -huh, sometimes uh -huh. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go on Twitter. It's just, he's like his uh. knee exploded. I'm like, what do you mean? His knee? What do you mean? Yeah. It's insane. But I, I yeah. So I was live. watching it live. Yeah. And then, you know, my whole thing was we exactly what we talked about uh, weeks ago. I was like, mm -hmm. listen, I don't think that, you know, insurers came out and said it last week or two weeks ago too. Like he can't throw, um, rush himself into a situation right. where he's throwing gas and, and, you know, pitching like the world depends on it. Yeah. And he was, uh, you know, the second out he struck someone out. I don't know who it was. And he looks into his own dugout and he's like getting them fired up yeah. or whatever. Then after that, I think it was a 21, 22 pitches. It was like, all right, it's over. Yeah. Game's over. Cool. Like yeah. his arm didn't fall off and then he fucking hurts his knee. So <sighs> it is what it is, but not Sucks. even a day or two later, then we get the Nimmo injury. <laughs> Literally the, I'm pretty sure it was the next, next day, night, next which day. was just the irony of, you know, everyone. And listen, I, we've talked about it. I, I completely respect both sides. There is something about Brandon Nimmo saying, you know, the Mets are my priority right now and I want to be, you know, they just signed me to this contract. Sanga said be. the same thing. Like, I, I have so much respect for that. As a Mets fan, that's, you know, what you want to hear. Um, but not, I'm not saying that I, I, in any way, I'm glad he got hurt, but it was just so ironic that of all the people to get hurt, it was them, him, because it just shows. It was like, there's no right answer. You can get hurt anywhere. Before we move on with that, yeah, I mean, the only like thing that I don't like on, on Twitter, when you can actually read everyone's opinion on yeah. anything, uh, people making the comparison, well, this could happen anywhere. Yes, it could have, but mm -hmm. it wouldn't have said Puerto Rico on his chest, it would have said Mets, and if it said Mets, it would have been a freak injury that happened on the Mets watch yeah. on because he's trying to get ready for the season. That's the only argument. Always I have. another side of the coin. Right. And that's the people who are making this argument are be like, well, I'd rather it be me representing my country in an important game than in a stupid spring training game, which there's, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know what the wrong answer is, but I am just, I just, I'm sad. So before <laughs> we move on from this topic, this sad topic, sad trumpets today, uh, Nimmo is now uh, week to week. So Billy, Hi. Billy Epler announced that uh, he has a low-grade sprain in both his ankle and knee and is considered week-to-week. -week. So yeah, Nimmo was the guy who said, like, listen, I'm going to start slow because I don't really need all these extra reps. Yeah. Then he gets out there the day after this Nimmo shit. And again, that I was mean, also... this Diaz shit, and, and, and his, his spike got caught I was up gonna say, the second. definitely, like, less of a freak injury, but still a freak injury nonetheless. Like, how many times has this man slid into second base in his life with no issues and yeah. all of a sudden? So... 
So um, we're going to get to it in a little bit, but last week we decided to switch up the way we're going to give away our gifts these each week because yes. the whole share contest doesn't really work. So last week the word was just Puma. And I forgot we did people that. were so confused. I think people were writing like they were writing Puma with a question mark. Why are you people writing Puma? Uh, we're going to get to this week's word. It's actually like a a uh, a phrase. Oh, you've uh, come up with it. It's already. already written down over here. Yeah. We're going to get to it in a little bit when we get to our Miami discussion. So the, the word this week, oh, uh, when we get to this topic, so you'll have to write that. And so that's good. how you're in the running to win. So we'll get to the winners of last week in a little bit. So. Okay. We ended our show last week and we're in our group chat with a few friends and we get all these angry texts from our friend, the general, Andrew Indar. Well, I have to say, I, I, I understand. I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. But you and I, I guess the way we saw it last week was that sucks. It's going to be $40 about the to park. Situation, by the yeah, way, yeah, we're talking about the $40 parking. It was 30 bucks. So it's right. a big hike when you, you know, you do the math. Uh, the truck's going to be 80 bucks, by the way. So $40 to park now at City Field. And we kind of just talk, chalk that up to. The world why, is more expensive. Why waste your breath on things you can't control yeah. type thing? You know, okay, this is the price now. Okay. What are you going to do? Walk up to the lot and be like, no, it's right. 30. Like, I, take it or leave it. And they'll be like, <laughs> okay, like leave, you know? So he listened to the replay and he said, I'm listening to the replay now and I'm furious. He's like, you guys are not angry enough about this. You're so, not talking enough about so it. If there was a, if there was a live call, because we used to take live calls, if you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, call in right now if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, Don't though, because we have a guest in a little bit and we want to make sure. Well, actually, Andrew, if you're listening live, call sure, in. Call in. But <laughs> he was furious at us for not making more of a stink about this. So I reached out to a Mets contact and I'm like, listen. I mean, I know it's already set in stone. It's in black and white on the website. This was after our conversation you reached out? After our text with Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Okay. And I'm like, is there any way that maybe you guys can like ease into this and like meet in the middle, go to yeah. like 35? And I was basically shot down. It's like, it wasn't, it's not a bad idea. Right. But I guess the way I was, ex it was explained to me. I don't know the all, all the particulars, so don't quote me on it, but. Right. The Mets aren't the only ones that like dictate the price in the parking. I was going I think to the city takes this, a big chunk. The Mets get a little the piece. City. There's yeah. also like a private company. I think that works some a lot. So I don't really know. I don't want to say I, too much. I, I really wonder. But if they it said has no. They do... can't meet in the middle. Okay. I really wonder if it has to do with the city because I remember, you know, we talk about this. I feel like every year because I don't know why it's still going on. But there's that dog that that asshole sits out in front of city yeah. field in all types of weather and whatever. And the Mets have basically said there's nothing we can do because that's not technically our property. So I'm wondering if maybe it doesn't really have much to do with the Mets since they're claiming the parking lot is not well I started theirs. poking around and there is a drastically less expensive parking alternative oh for every game at City Field huh before I get to that though do you smell do you can you smell the icy hot that's on me right now I can no, barely I'm move. still stuffy like do you see when I'm looking turning to you I'm like this <laughs> you like your thing. don't end up being 42 and a half if you can uh you know uh do anything about it because what did you in i you... took a shower this morning <laughs> <laughs> you'd think like oh i crashed on my dirt bike i was like was this dirt bike related no i haven't really ridden but i i've been going to the gym a lot lately and uh i think maybe i just slept wrong a couple nights ago like i had a, a million guinness on sunday and i ended up sleeping on the couch i was watching tv i fell asleep i wake up it's three in the morning uh -huh. i was like all right, i guess i'll just stay down here so i don't wake Ke kelly up so right. maybe it's like a two day later injury but i took a shower this morning and while i'm in usually when you have a, a hurt neck you go t take a hot shower to fix it feels that better yeah it went opposite for me <laughs> i felt fine this morning get up make amelia breakfast feed the dog had my breakfast to go take a shower and then i'm in the shower I'm like, can't move <laughs> so i'm hurting right now so as i'm turning my neck i can well, it hurts to answer your question no i can't smell anything 
Okay. I still got my tissues over here just in case. So <laughs> while I had you on this on the edge of your seat here. Yeah, get back uh, to the parking. The parking, there is an option. You can pay $5 to park at City Field. Where? Well, let me show you. So I didn't I didn't tell you guys about this in the chat. No. I guess I must have sent it just to 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 the general. Oh my god. Because he was so up in arms. I'm I, I almost kind of want to gatekeep this. I almost don't want you to show everybody. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it's gonna be too late now because anyone yeah. watching this is gonna get the jump on it. So if you go to parking.com, okay. Parking.com. Let me make this a little bit bigger. Have so you that, verified with people absolutely from, that this is legit? So the well, yeah, because I talked to the Mets about this as well. Um the you know how they've been doing a lot of you know modifications at the ballpark they've been trying to make the surrounding areas yeah. as, as pleasant as it can be before they fix the construction and you know not fix it but right. do all this overhaul you know so the street down roosevelt avenue which is right in front of the ballpark uh -huh. which brings you towards main street where the uh, main street train station is got it there's a mall there with a best buy and a bunch of other yes, stuff yes you could park in there and leave your car and leave the leave the leave the uh the facility, whatever. You don't have to stay right. there. You know, sometimes you park somewhere and, and it's like just for shoppers and it only. says like if you leave this premises, your car will be towed. Yeah, they are not doing that. They're promoting you to park there. So what the Mets did, I guess, last year, they fixed all the lighting underneath the Roosevelt Avenue Bridge. So when you leave so at you night, so well, yeah, it's safe. Wow. So it's it's also wider. They fixed the sidewalk how recently. How walk is that? It's Five like, minutes. Wow. That's like quicker than it takes to get and to the marina And when lot. you're trying to get out at night, it's yeah. going to be so much easier. Yeah. So I don't recommend this if you're going to be sitting with us because, I mean, tailgating with us because then you got to walk far. Right. But if you're not sitting with us or maybe you do want to walk a little bit, here's your options. So look at this. Damn. So city field parking for Mets and more. Find parking now. Avoid the search later. And getting out of this lot and back on the highway is going to be so much easier yeah. than getting out of city field. So. I think it's limited to like 500 parking spots. This isn't affiliated with the Mets. It's just something that this parking lot's like, hey, we have all these spots. Right. Why don't we use them? So you could prepay for your parking right now, April 6th, for $5. Wait, so if you prepay, you're guaranteed, guaranteed a spot? Guaranteed a spot. So you click this where Wait, it says see options. Send me this link. Uh, I will. No, right now. <laughs> Parking.com. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. So look at this. City Field. Uh, Skyview Parking, $5. And it's a 15, this says 15 minute walk. I mean, it's honestly, you could probably do it faster than that. Uh -huh. And the parking starts at 9, 10 a.m. The game's at, uh, what, one? Yeah. And you have to be out by 8, 10 for $5. I'm doing, I'm literally doing it right now. Okay. So there you go. Parking.com. <laughs> there's your alternate. If you don't want to pay the $40 parking at City Field, you can park at the Skyview Mall. Is it called Skyview? Uh, yep. Shops you. at Skyview. $5. City Field Parking. Uh, so yeah, that's the, that's the story. So if you want to save a whole bunch of money on not your car insurance, but if you want to save money on <laughs> parking, there's your option. It's still going to be $40 to park. I mean, that's I'm going to still have to pay it because I need to bring all of our crap for the tailgating. Yeah, no, and, I, uh, I need to do this because my, I told you my brother's wedding is that weekend. So right after the game, I'm dropping my dad off at the airport. He's catching a flight to go down to North Carolina. So we need to get out of there in a timely manner because then I have to go back home and then whatever. So this is. And being able to prepay, I mean, it's it's incredible. Damn it! What's my dad's license plate? <laughs> do you really need that? Yeah, that's for your license plate number. Oh, whatever. Do I guess later. that's how they. I mean, I don't think right. uh, the the spots are going to go that quick. Right, I'm but... doing this as soon as we're we're done here. I'm going to text my dad. Yeah, absolutely. Dad, if you're sure. watching, text me your license plate. <laughs> <laughs> so we did talk about this uh, a second ago with, um, you know, Steve Cohen taking great care of Edwin Diaz. But I really liked this tweet. I want to highlight it for a second because I thought this was great. 
So uh, our friend uh, Chelsea, the Chelsea Stern, Princess Kafiltafish on uh, Twitter, she wrote A Tale of Two Burrows because if you haven't heard the other day, it came out that the uh, the Yankees players have to pay for their Wi-Fi on flights. Poverty franchise. So this is like an SNY graphic. And then the next, <laughs> po- the next photo she put up, uh, the Mets provided Edwin Diaz with a trainer, nutritionist, personal chef, and a personal chef to aid his recovery. So she wrote a tale of two burrows, which I thought was a very uh, clever tweet there. So without further ado, speaking of clever, what's up, John? How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Not much. Let me give you a quick little intro here. So if you've been watching SNY, I'm sure you have. That's why you're a Mets fan. And uh, where else are you going to watch games? So SNY's John DeMar Sicko is joining us. And um, I don't really think you need much of an introduction. If you have... (laughs) If you have uh, been watching the SNY, you know, broadcast or follow John on Twitter, which you absolutely should be, you probably already know this man. So, John, why don't you just tell the people that maybe who don't know who you are, what what your role is with SNY and how that came to be? You're far too kind. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm the uh, game director for all the games you see on SNY. I um, oh, I love this little uh, thing around my head. It's old school baseball card. This is great. Great production value. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> that means so much to him. Uh, yeah, I see those awards behind you. I'm trying to maybe get <laughs> one. <in there. laughs> really cool. Um, I'm the uh, I'm the game director for all the games you see on SMY. I work in the uh, TV truck for uh, 145, the 162 you see on TV every night with uh, everybody's favorite, Gary, Keith, and Ron, and uh, Mr. Gelbs. And uh, I'm getting ready for the... Uh, the long haul we're all uh very eager i'm done with spring training fortunately and uh heading down to back down to miami for opening day in uh, about a week and a half so uh can't wait how, how long have you been with us and why was what was did you like move up the ladder or, i'm sure you didn't just get this job last year right yeah yeah i, I actually i started on the lowest rung i was a summer intern in the summer of 2009 wow. and uh slowly but surely uh you know, kind of worked my way up and, uh, you know, I have fun doing my job. So it makes it easy to kind of stay motivated. You know, if you love what you do, you know, you kind of, uh, it doesn't feel like work and it never has. So I, uh, just kind of stuck around and, uh, you know, the guys in the booth seem to like me and, the the powers that be up in, in midtown, or I guess it's, uh, it's lower, it's downtown now. It was midtown. Yep. My bosses, uh, you know, they, uh, they tolerate me and kind of, I've gotten to the point now where, you know, I can take a few more chances here or there and get a few eye rolls. But the the people uh, <laughs> watching seem to generally enjoy it for the most part. So uh, it's been fun. Well, absolutely. Awesome. I mean, like, you know, like the the attention spans these days are just shorter than ever. Uh, and I feel like the broadcast, for instance, the games could drag out, as we know. So I think that when you can find a way to, you know, grabs people, grab attention from someone that might be drifting away a little bit on the couch i think right. that you, you've been doing an excellent job with that. more of like a cinematic experience baseball <laughs> game it's awesome well that's the thing you know the major league baseball is bringing in this dumb clock now and they're <laughs> taking away 30 minutes out of the game and that's where smy shines I man those 30 minutes that they're losing right that's where our booth shines where our production shines and so we're you know i'm a little uneasy about the change but we're gonna have to find new ways to uh you know throw in a few, a few flares here or there yeah, I was going to say, because I, I obviously I follow you on Twitter, so I know you're not a fan of the pitch clock, which yeah. I totally get for the reasons you just said. But, you know, since you do have this kind of style of trying to, like, 
build up the emotion of moments. Yeah. Is there a way you can use the pitch clock to your advantage for that? Do you have any tricks up your sleeve to make this fun? I have a few ideas and I'm, it's, you know, it, we're going to, we're kind of, they're kind of forcing our hand, you know, okay. we're going to have to find new ways, but baseball is a game of subtleties and nuance and they've sort of made it a, a fast pitch carnival game. <laughs> and it's, you're going to lose a lot of the context for what's going on in the field. Um, the, I think the worst part about the pitch clock is they've made every pitch equal a pitch in the middle innings with nobody on base and a blowout has the same amount of clock as the bottom of the ninth bases loaded, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's, it's made, it's, it's made every pitch the same. And how many times over the course of a broadcast do you hear someone say, here's a big pitch coming. Right. Not only do we not have time, you know, to, to really emphasize that big pitch, we have no way to, to establish the context for why it's a big pitch, the situation, the game, the runners on who's pitching, who's in the bullpen, the signs, um, the history the batter has with the pitcher. Um, you kind of lose all that. You're going to, you're going to lose a lot of the context for why, you know, something may or may not be important. So um, you're going to hear a lot of broadcasters very happy about the pitch clock um, because they get to go home 30 minutes earlier. I was just going to say that about Keith. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it, for me, it's it's a total bastardization of the sport, and I really am wholeheartedly against it. Well, I think that uh, something came out yesterday that there might be a couple tweaks to whatever these new rules are. I don't know if that's one of them. Uh, I guess we'll 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 see. But we're just talking about the booth. Were you nervous at all that Keith wasn't going to be back with the guys this year, or did you kind of knew that it was going to happen? We all kind of knew it was going to happen. I mean, listen, <laughs> Keith is not going to leave a chunk of change on the table. I mean, come on. It, 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 but as as spring training got closer and closer, I started sending a few text messages. Hey, what's the deal? And you know, it, it was I, I got I got nervous for the first time in in fourteen seasons. I'll say that wow. that it wasn't going to happen, but thankfully it did. And the uh, the best booth in baseball gets to come back for a record breaking year. They get to pass uh, the original trio in the booth this year. With, I think it's their eighteenth season. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so we saw obviously watching last year how how viral a lot of the clips became from SNY's broadcast, and I think the biggest one had to be the Diaz uh, walkout, right? With the yeah, yeah, that was that was that was the big one. I mean that that one kind of transcended baseball, and it still kind of is. I mean it's it's in you know college sports, it's in you know narco. I'm talking about right. yeah, yeah. You know it's in movie trailers. It's you know it's, I think it's still you know top of the charts in in some of the you know electronic music world but it's um it kind of uh was a perfect storm and we'd known the song was great like in prior years we just have never had the moment because you kind of have to have a perfect storm for that stuff to catch catch on because the team's playing great diaz is having like an otherworldly year and you know it's just kind of a perfect storm and the, the first day that it, it it went viral was also the day that we did simple man for degrom yeah. and so it sort of snowballed and piggybacked and hit at the exact right time and kind of blew up. We were just talking about that in the, on the jump before you came on, like legally. I mean, I cl clearly I'm not on your level at all. I mean, but I, I do a lot of the video stuff for, yeah. for the seven line, you know, whatever. Um, you know, how does that work? Do you guys need to get clearance for this kind of stuff? Like, can you just play simple man on TV like that? No, no, we, we, we literally can't like, Oh, here's Leonard Skinner's simple man. Let me put the, 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 the track in and play that. It's 
it's all of our our game mics. We have dozens of microphones all over the ballpark, and so oh, we didn't play it. It just happened to be on it. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> we opened up our game mics. And we picked up the natural sounds of the game. You have the peanut vendors. Right. You have the the guys on deck with the donuts hitting. You know, you know, making you know sounds and. Yep. Just happened to have Simple Man as well, and Narco, and all of the other sounds of the game. They are the sounds of the game. Yeah, I love the sound. Like I like but that made it so much better. Is yeah, hearing yeah, yeah. the other like ballpark nonsense going on is what really sure. made it like, authentic. Well, I love on SNY too, like the you know the spring training games that maybe it's getting towards the end of the game and it, maybe it's a blowout and there's not that many people there. And there's like the one guy that might be near the mic, <laughs> which might might really like anger you guys, but I love it. Yeah. No, I get a kick out of it too. Like <laughs> I always tell my camera guys, find find what what you know, find where that guy is because I want to I want to see him. Yeah, so. face face to the voice. Well, do you remember last year? Uh, Gelbs was somewhere and oh. he ended up sitting next to some guy. Yeah, what was his name? I feel oh, like you Bob remember. was it Bob? Bob. It was Bob. It was Bob. <laughs> it, was it was an empty ballpark. He was a character. It's well, so yeah. Funny. I mean, it's it's just it's great when there's certain things happen during the game. Again, it's not scripted, but right. maybe things like that might not even be possible. Like um, Steve with the cup snake guy exactly. out in in Chicago with the pitch clock. You're right. Like there's a lot of things that maybe we're unfortunately going to miss now. Yeah. Other broadcasts may not. You know, other broadcasts may not uh, miss that thirty minutes, but me personally, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it, and we're gonna have to really think outside the box this year. And I don't know. Spring training was not a good barometer for us to kind of really see how it's gonna go because the games are meaningless, and right. you know, you're kind of going through the motions. And honestly, it's a lot of minor leaguers who have played with this pitch clock, and so things ran pretty smoothly. Yeah. I mean, once you get the, I think April is going to be really tough for Major League Baseball. And that's why it was actually interesting to see that they're considering making a few changes uh, in that athletic article. That was actually fascinating that for that, would, for that to go public. But um, I feel like that's almost kind of like it's too late. Like you can't play like the entire month of spring training and then a week before, like, oh, sorry, we're going to go back. Like the guys are kind of getting used to it now. You know, does not kind of not make sense? It doesn't help that the World Baseball Classic has been as incredible as it's been. Hey, and there's no pitch clock. Yep. Right. yep. Well, I was going to, I was, I was wondering, cause I, there are a lot of mixed feelings about the world baseball classic, but from a, a strictly uh, directorial standpoint, <laughs> um, I, I wonder, like, I like you, you're watching these games. The crowd is crazy. The players are going crazy. Does your mind work differently? And you're automatically thinking like, oh, you know, I would show this or I would do that. Like, is that a situation you would like to find yourself in is directing something like that otherworldly, like the world baseball classic? Absolutely. The, you, you live for those moments as a, as a baseball director, when you guys are there, the ballpark is totally different. It's a different <laughs> show. It goes from a, a baseball game to an event. And I've said that before it becomes an event when the crowd is, when, when it's a packed house and you guys are the exactly, exactly. <laughs> when you guys are in the house, it is, it's an event. Like you, that shot sucks. If you guys aren't in right field there, that right. shot is it's, it's, it's just an okay shot, but it becomes something so much more when the you know the enthusiasm is there whether it's the players on the field or the 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 crowd there too so yes i would love the opportunity to do something like that because it's um it's uh it's big time and i prior to this year i really didn't care much about the wbc and i feel like a lot of people didn't um but the games have been so good it's hard not to pay attention to it now i I have mixed feelings about whether the players should, you know, you know, have, be able to play or, you know, what, you know, whatever, you know, with Diaz, that sucks for the fans. It sucks for the Mets. It sucks for me. Like it sucks for the broadcast. It's going to be, um, you lose, 
you you know it's it's like a, any other TV show or movie you you lose a character in the in in the show right and that's a big part of it and I and I and I said this the other day it's you can argue that Edwin Diaz with the season that he had last year statistically as well as his presence on the mound and with the entrance and the bravado and the trumpets he was possibly the most electric athlete in sports last year yeah I mean it kind of took the world by storm. And so to lose that from an entertainment perspective is just sort of devastating. Right. Um, and you can't replace it. So right. for those listening afterwards, I just held up the, f I actually, I had this uh, canvas made from a screen, realize it was sitting there from a screenshot. <laughs> I only brought it in this morning just to, for this instance in case it came up. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know what, you know, what's funny about this, John, I posted a photo of this afterwards after I got the canvas made I know where this is going. and some girl wrote on Twitter, you know, DeGrom wasn't purposely looking at you guys. I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> duh. <laughs> That's just the internet in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really it is. But I mean, I don't know. I can't remember who was pitching, but there is one camera shot. I mean, you guys have stepped it up so, so bigly, if yeah. that's a word, over the past <laughs> year. There's one shot where like the, the focal point changes from the crowd to the pitcher. That's sick. Uh, I can't remember yeah. who was pitching, but I love that as well. So, so well, with Degrom now gone and Diaz out for this year, because I feel like those were two players that, like you said, were, became like characters in the broadcast. Do you have any players that you're you're thinking of focusing more on? To obviously, so you can't replace that, but to kind of fill that role. I mean, you got you got you got to look to Verlander and kind of see how he evolves as a presence. I mean, obviously, I, I I've seen him pitch a lot, but I haven't covered him much so it'll be interesting to see what he's like on the mound the thing with Diaz and DeGrom is not only were they um did they have these sort of you know theatrics to the way that they went around their business they were they have unbelievable unreplaceable talent right so it's like these things that we try to do you know um they don't really work unless the player backs it up like right. nobody wants to hear the trumpets if ds sucks like we didn't cover narco when he his first year did we yeah so it's like you you kind of have to see where the season goes like get through april and kind of reevaluate where you are okay here's the here's our here's the stars of the show and here's the supporting cast and yeah. how can we take advantage um of their certain skill sets or you know uh, you know, bells and whistles that they bring to the show and kind of introduce it into, into our broadcast. So it it's hard to pinpoint exactly um, without getting into the season, seeing how the clock goes and seeing who these um, who these Mets are going to be. Yeah, I think we talked about it. You and I maybe it was through t like regular tweets or DMs. Uh, the moment with uh, Brett Beatty and his family uh, with that, you know, his home run, that how how awesome. dramatic that was the. I was I was confused by this. Maybe I read it and or you replied. Do you have your own cameraman on the road, or how does that work? Like, do you you still produce everything from the from the truck, but are those no. local guys, or do you actually fly out SNY camera guys? No. So in, in each each city, we hire um, all TV crew from the local market. Occasionally, we'll we'll travel some New York guys, but for the most part, it's all local crew. Um, and it's also a scaled down broadcast. At home, we have twenty cameras. On the road, we only have a handful. And so we have to kind of pick our spots and you, you have to, you have to, you have to make more with less because not only do you have less equipment, you have um, guys that aren't used to working with you every day and don't, you know, you know, at home, 
I don't even have to say it. The camera guys know where I'm going. They're listening to the program audio and they, they know where Gary's going. And so the shot's there before I even say anything. Those guys are so great. On the road, I have to talk them into every shot almost because, I mean, even though they're listening to the game, our show's a little different than most broadcasts. We like to kind of go off the rails a little more than most shows. And so um, you really have to kind of, you know, truly direct when you get on the road. It's where you actually make your money because it's it's a whole nother show. It's, it's harder. It's way harder doing a road show than at home. But the play that you're talking about specifically, um, on, at home we have a camera that, a roaming handheld that, you know, obviously you saw last year, goes to the bullpen, brings in Diaz. Um, I can take that live at home. On the road, I don't have that. I have a, I have a handheld, but it's not a direct feed to the truck. So he's recording. And so I was able to send that camera to where Brett Beatty's family was sitting just in case something happened. Fortunately for us, first at bat, boom, hit a home run. Awesome. We got the shot. We didn't get to use it live, but we rolled it in back in later, and I posted it on Twitter. And, um, yeah, I'm glad he got to have that for uh, for his own sake. You know, it's not only for us. It's for them, too. Yeah, I was going to mention that. If you don't – if fans watching or listening to this, if you don't follow John, you absolutely have to. I was going to say, this is so fascinating so, to listen to. I, I love behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff. Like, I'll watch a documentary, yeah. like, behind you know behind the scenes of a movie or, you know, whatever it may be. Right the behind the scenes stuff that you said might not make the broadcast that you end up posting yourself on your own Twitter account is great. I, I, I really enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is anytime somebody steps into the truck for the first time and they see the, the monitor wall with all the cameras and give them a tour, I tell them, please come back, you know, during the game so you can see how, how all this works because it is fascinating. It's really interesting. And I have a really interesting job and my, my coworkers have a really interesting job and it's, to see the way that Gary, Keith, and Ron, Steve, our producer, Greg Picker, our, our AD, Eddie Warman, and our graphics guy, Tommy Rockland, the way that we all sort of turn it on at 7 o'clock every night. And it's just like, it's Ronnie, Ronnie has said this before, it's kind of like uh, free, freeform jazz. It kind of just, you know, it's it, it, even, no matter how far off the rails we go, we always kind of are there to catch each other and, we do the baseball better than anybody, but we also do everything else. I feel superior as well. It's um, it's really a, uh, it's a, it's 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 special because the guys in the booth have been around for so long. Our producer has been there since day one. I've been there since two thousand nine, and so we all kind of know our roles. There's not a lot of pre-production. We don't have a ton of meetings. We want things to be spontaneous. Like this, you brought up Steve Gelbs earlier. Gelbs has an idea of what he's going to do over the course of the game. But a lot of the times the best stuff is unscripted, like in Wrigley Field with the cup snake thing. We saw the cup snake forming. We sent Steve out there. We didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. We caught, we caught, we caught gold. And, and that kid ended up being perfect too. He was perfect. He was perfect. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, Steve broke, you know, journalism 101 and put a microphone in front of a drunk guy, you can't, yeah. which you can't do, but right. it worked out. And but what did he say? It was like the seventh and he's like, it's basically the eighth, Steve, or something <laughs> I mean, like that, right? To be that quick, that guy was perfect. We lucked out. I mean, that's, yeah. just, that's just catching lightning in a bottle. That's awesome. So uh, we got a couple of questions of this, uh, you know, from some fans asking if the the score bug that we've been seeing in spring training, is that what you guys are rolling with? Because I know you do have the pitch clock on there. Yeah, we, we're we going with it's the same pitch clock. It's the same score bug as we've had the last two seasons. I think this will be the third season. But we've uh, incorporated the pitch clock. Um, Major League Baseball is feeding us the data for the pitch clock at 10 seconds. So you'll see it um, when it hits 10. Um, they were originally doing eight, which didn't make any sense because the batter has to be alert at eight seconds. So it didn't really make sense to get it that uh, late. So you'll be seeing the pitch clock at 10 at least to start the year. Um, 
what's going to happen, you know, by midseason. I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't know how big um, the clock is going to play into things. If the clock is still a factor, you know, then obviously you're going to see it. If, if the clock at some point, the clock, it just becomes part of the fabric of the game, then. I don't know how long it's going to live there, but we'll, we'll, we'll have to kind of see. Like I said, spring training was not a good barometer. We're going to have to see how these games really uh, work out once uh, once April comes around. Well, speaking of uh, pushing the limits a little bit and trying to experiment, uh, I actually didn't cap- catch this live. Okay. I, uh, I saw it afterwards on Twitter, and I thought it was fake. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Someone, someone – uh, you know, used Final Cut and edited uh, Buck really angry at uh, another Matt being hit no, by a pitch. I saw this at the Cheesecake Factory and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> and it was real. So if you guys don't remember last year, uh, obviously the Mets were notorious for getting hit, hit by pitches. But So John and the team whipped this up after the 100th pitch uh, hit by pitch. Hold on one second. <laughs> As McNeil becomes the third Met to be hit and that is an even 100 Mets who have been hit by pitches this season. Now just five shy of the major league record. Asking guys. <laughs> SNY, please don't get mad at me for playing that clip. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so yeah, that's you, got, obviously... you have permission. You have permission. Oh, thank you. So that's actually from Kill Bill. I mean, one of my favorite movies. Uh, I was on a plane last year with Uma Thurman. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, last year, I went to Colorado. Long story short, it's not about me. It's about John. But uh, <laughs> this woman walks by. She's wearing the mask, and she goes to the bathroom. She goes back and sits down. And I was like, wow, that lady looks like extremely tall. I say to Kelly, I was like, she, she kind of looks like Uma Thurman with the mask. And uh, Kelly's like, no way. It's not Uma Thurman. Hours go by. I end up going to the bathroom. You know how I have to stand in the, in the aisle. And uh, she happened to go again. And she gets out of the bathroom and she gives me like a she looks at me and does like a, a thing with her arm like yeah. and she said like you're next sir or something like that I was like I know that voice <laughs> so we get to the airport and uh, we get you know we get our bags and stuff she takes her mask off and it's Uma Thurman I'm like man wow. I wanted to say I'm not I wanted to say hi Kelly told me not to <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite movie of all time and I actually saw her on the train probably in like 2010 she was oh, like wow. I think she was like chaperoning a field trip she was with a bunch of kids but yeah I saw her on the train too. I've never heard of so many Uma Thurman sightings in but my then life. I, like a week <laughs> or like a month later, something was like the the Oscar or whatever Oscars or movies, right? Yeah. So and she was she did something with um, uh, the cast from um, ah, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay. <laughs> so they were all out there, and I was like, "Oh my girl, Uma." <laughs> I said to Cal. Um, anyway. Uh, anyway. So are you like a big uh, Tarantino guy, or like what was the the the, the thought process behind this was it like yeah. a no you had to do this also how, yeah. how much preparation went into when did you get the idea like how did this come to be well it's sort of it's sort of um it sort of became a thing like early on the Mets started getting hit really a lot early on and it got to the point where I have to show buck after every hit by pitch and it sort of became a thing uh-huh. and even if it's you know a grazing blow I got to show buck and then the the hit by pitches kept happening and happening and happening. And I go, how do I jazz this up a little bit? And I was like, the the first thing that came to mind was, was, was kill bill. You know, it's, it's revenge is a a dish best served cold. So, and, and, and though, and that the iron side, iron side siren that you hear is so iconic for me and, and kill, you know, in the Tarantino verse. And it's like, how do I incorporate that? 
incorporate that into a broadcast. I can't use the real music. The music is not the real music. I took like nine different audio clips and edited those together to oh, make wow. it sound as close as possible without actually using the clip because the the actual song is from the the TV show Ironside. Um, so and then I brought it. I brought it in and I talked to our technical director, the guy that sits beside me that pushes all the buttons that I want that I call out. And I was like, I need sort of a red glow. And then I want to do like a montage of hit by pitches over it. And he was like, all right, give me a day. And so like, we worked for like a day and we're like, I was like, okay, we can't burn it right away. We got to wait for the right time. And you know, Buck has to be perfect. And um, I think I did it two or three times over the course of the year. I didn't want to burn it out, but it's, it's, those are the kinds of things that I love to do. And it's, it's, um, it sort of brings my 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 two loves for film and baseball together, and that was always my goal when I got this job was to sort of incorporate that into uh, you know live action to bring to me baseball is inherently cinematic. It's got well, it was before the pitch clock. <laughs> <laughs> A game with no clock is just cinema. You can do what you want. You can build tension. Blah blah blah. You've heard all that before. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, it's a collaborative effort with a lot of creative people, and it's for I'm fortunate to work at a network that kind of embraces it. They didn't quite that one was a little jarring for 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 the people in the offices, um, <laughs> but the next day after 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 you know they asked me about it, he said, you know what, my kids texted me and said it was like the coolest thing they saw all year. So <laughs> I, I, I I'm gonna lay off on this one. So it's it's you know it's. It's things like that, and you know, I'm able to take chances, and you know, I got a great crew and a great booth that sort of, um, they're able to sort of react <laughs> with no matter what I do, all the, the the zany stuff that I throw at them. Because, like I said, we don't have a ton of meetings. Like, I'll right. just throw something at our announcers without them knowing it's coming. And I I love to get that organic reaction, you know, the first time without a whole lot of. Uh, pre-production yeah darren I likes to do that to me yeah. <laughs> he'll just well, say shit live on air just well you know to react. i you know i write a little notes here but uh we usually go live at at uh, 1 p.m and julia will sometimes walk in at 12 59 so i kind of like that we don't get to go over anything we just kind of yeah. do it live but I, I think that's like uh like what you were just talking about the big thing about social media at least these days is you know shows like this or you having that new york times article or you know people following your twitter account they kind of get a look behind the curtain and maybe they can appreciate a little bit more how much work goes into things like this. You know, um, I was watching something about a Pixar, like a little Pixar documentary about the animators and they work for like a year to animate like yeah. a minute. It's of, wild. Of stuff, the, you know? the behind the scenes stuff of TV production, you don't even realize what goes into it. It's really, it's yeah, this one guy, talk about it. I think this so guy cool. said yesterday, I was watching something with, with Emilia. She's interested in it too, which I think is great. Uh, this one person worked for Pixar or whatever company for like 20 years. And they've done like 43 seconds of, of animation or something in that long or something. Oh it was some God. crazy number. Wild. Some, that, that sounds more tedious. Some crazy <laughs> number. Too. No, but that's awesome. So, as more of a, a last question, then we'll let you go because I feel like we've been keeping you for a while and I feel bad, but it's just so interesting to hear you talk. But more of a fun, abstract question. And I'm not I'm not sure if documentaries are something you'd ever have any interest in doing, but if you had to direct and film a documentary about any Met you've seen in your time working with SNY, past or present, mm-hmm. who would it be and for what reason? That's a hard question, but... Well, Try to give it a shot. It's it's well. It's funny you say that. We, our producer and myself. <laughs> this is not really answering your question, but <laughs> we we for years we have wanted to do a reality show about the booth 
in our production group and following us around the first season and kind of seeing that behind the scenes stuff. Oh my God, please do. It, it would be, it would be <laughs> fascinating. I mean, you think these guys are interesting on the air. I mean, they're not playing a role. This is who they are. Like this is, that's, that's them. And to see kind of the, had the sausages made, you know, daily over the course of 162 games, um, I think would be fascinating. We, 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 we were, we were thinking this year, cause we have that, that, uh, that first, that one of the first road trips of the year is we go Oakland to LA. We were thinking about like getting an RV and like <laughs> all of us, like go driving down to LA and taping it and, and like doing like a little half an hour show on like, you know, the road trip. Oh my I God, please do. Please do. <laughs> I can't imagine Keith saying okay to no, that. No, that would be, that would be <laughs> incredible. Please do this. It would obviously be edited. And, you know, Keith's getting up there. This will be his last contract, right? So this will, you know. <laughs> Go out with a bang. to lose. No, I, I, as far as Mets, you know, I, I feel like the, the guys that have, have been most relevant have already had documentaries made. Right. Um, I'm more interested in the, 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 the tier below probably, you know, I'd be, what are the guys that were the 24th and 25th man on the 99 or 2001 team or something like that? Like what's Jason Phillips doing? The guy with the goggles. Like, I think he's actually like a bullpen catcher now. That's the stuff that I'd be fascinated about. Not, you know, you go catch up with Lasting's millage. Yeah. What's, what's Lasting's up to these days? Because, yeah. You know, he got in trouble for giving the high fives after. Yeah, how he, uh, wrote about it last run. time on Twitter. That yeah. would be embraced now. That would be yeah. let the kids play. He was so, just before what, his time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that'd um, be great. No, but I, you know, I, I went, I studied film in college, and so I've, I always try to bring that side of, you know, of things into what I do daily. And I, it, it's funny you ask that question because I, I, I always am trying to think that way. Like, how can I document this? You know, how can I make this sporting event entertaining? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's it's entertainment. Every night, you guys are choosing to tune into SNY or PIX um, and watch a game instead of watching Netflix or uh, HBO Max or binge watching a TV show. You're what you're 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 with us for three hours now, two and a half at the pitch clock. <laughs> I remember there was a good one with uh, a couple years. Sorry to cut you off. With I think it was Familia. I think they you guys filmed something with Familia. I don't remember mm -hmm. who went down there. Maybe it was Gelbs or somebody. But yeah, that one was great. Um, yeah, I mean. I, Honestly, I, do, I always look forward to watching the games and it's, yeah. you know, now more than ever. Your efforts definitely translate like <laughs> you you can see. And it's really wonderful to watch, especially those like you said, those games where the broadcast kind of go off the rails because the game itself is just not interesting enough. Yeah, yeah, that sure. is where you guys shine. It's amazing. That's where we have the most fun, too. I mean, obviously, the, the, the game is king, but we we like we like sort of the uh, the fringe as well. We're not we're not always. Um, we're not going to be all X's and O's every every game, you know. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a show. We like to say how, that it's a show. So oh, speaking of the show, I know you're not down there, but tomorrow I heard that uh, or I read obviously on Twitter, uh, Gelbs and Blevins in the booth together. Gelbs is doing the play by play. Oh, that's going to be so yeah, it's fun! Yeah, it's his first time ever, right? That's that's what I heard. Oh, yeah, hit, awesome. hit hit your record buttons there. It's going to be plenty of uh, good <laughs> content to post after that one. Oh, yeah, and I saw awesome. Randazzo wrote, you know, this is gonna, he's going to be tuned in tomorrow to SNY to to watch his old pal do play by play. So, oh, good John, we appreciate your time. Hopefully, I could uh, meet up with you at some point just to say what's up in person. It's been a lot, you know, back and forth on Twitter, and uh, you've been doing a great job. I can't can't look forward to uh, opening day more than I already have. So, uh, thank you for your time, and we'll uh, talk soon. Thank you guys so much. This was fun. Thank you. Thanks, John.
Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. So just before this, yeah, absolutely, John. Excellent follow. I mean, yeah. honestly, if you have Twitter, there's no reason Truly. why you wouldn't follow like John. He, like you get those little behind the scenes snippets after like every game, every play. It's so interesting hearing his perspective on things from like you know the person like just for lack of a better term who plays God behind the scenes <laughs> to like make what you see. It's so. So interesting. There's a lot of really cool stuff online. I mean, I'm sure he's retweeted it or whatever of uh, the behind the scenes. Like he was talking about the booth, uh, not the booth, the truck has yeah. like the million TVs. He'll, he'll show sometimes videos of like, just yeah, like he's calling, calling like, the camera, which it's, camera to show. And like I listen to it and I get instant anxiety. I'm like, I don't know how someone does this every day by choice, let alone does it so flawlessly. It's yeah. really so fascinating. Um. I was just about to touch a button on here and it's like, I don't know if I should do that because it might screw something up. Um, we're going to play guess that baseball oh, card. God, round five. I was in such a good mood, Darren. Why are we doing you this? You know this one really easily, okay. easily. All right. And then we will get to easily. Oh, is it Damien easy? It is not Damien easily again. It is not Damien easily, but okay. Uh, okay. So blank primarily a shortstop prior to 2016 was moved all over the infield last season as skipper Terry Collins juggled to get his bat in the lineup on July 6th blank was the second Wait, Mets what year? player. What year? Uh, well, he said 2000. This is this card came out in 2017. Okay. So they're talking about 2016. Okay. On July 6th blank was the second Mets player with a six hit game. Oh and my God. I can give you more. Give uh, me a number. Uh, four. Oh, Wilmer Flores. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was Wilmer Flores. We're moving all over the infield. But Wilmer Flores. I was expecting like a more like a harder one. No, I, I was thinking Wilmer Flores and I thought it was going to be something about like walk offs because he had all of those walk offs. And then when you didn't say that, I got nervous. But see, I, I saw a comment here in the in the in the uh, in the chat here when we had John on. I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was like appropriate to ask him this question. But okay. uh, Dave Gibner's. Uh, question was like, what's the over under on how much you guys show Kate Upton during broadcast this year <laughs> on minutes? Well, I mean, I think him mentioning Justin Verlander being like one of like the new fast. It really is fascinating to have somebody who comes with a a celebrity spouse. Oh yeah, um, and and I mean, Kate Upton so is up. fucking awesome. She was wearing a Mets hat the other day, and like the internet blew up. Yeah. Like, oh my god, she's wearing a Mets hat. No, like, she's Kate probably going to be wearing rules. a Mets hat a lot. I don't know if you saw the videos last year of when Houston was playing Philly in the world series and she was literally like flipping oh, off yeah. Philly's fans. Yeah, like yeah. you rule. <laughs> like I I can't wait. And I hope they do get some some good Kate Upton shots. I did see that. So uh if you did not pick up your tickets yet, Julia probably can't go. Uh, I don't what day even is know. It? This is this is for Philly. <laughs> I can't go. I can't go to this. Yeah she's you're probably gonna be in Iceland or no, something. No, I'm going to Belize. Oh my God. Oh yeah you better Belize it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, all right. So the tickets went up today to the Citizens Bank Park outing for this summer, June 24th, out there in Philadelphia. The game starts at 4.05, and we will obviously be pre-gaming ahead of time across the street at that spot called Xfinity Live. Last year was incredible. Four, I love four o'clock games down there. I love four o'clock games anywhere, yeah. but four o'clock start, you can, you know, start pre-gaming or whatever, tailgating like noon-ish, whatever, head on over to the game like three. Now with the pitch clock, you're out of there by like seven or maybe even six thirty. Yeah, Not that that's a like good thing. That. I'm just saying, like that's that's the, the reality of what baseball is becoming. Yeah. So the tickets are sixty-six dollars each. And as of writing this before we went live, we were more than halfway sold out. So we have fifteen hundred tickets, less than seven hundred and fifty left. Sixty-six bucks gets you in, it gets you the t-shirt, the ticket to the game, and the special event patch. 
if you were there last season, we're in the same exact sections or up, up in the upper deck, like just a little bit towards the third baseline between home and third. Great view, great seats, uh, sections 424 to 428. If you're listening to this after as a replay, it may be sold out by now. So after you watch the show and you're interested in going, go pick up your tickets. You can get up to 10 in a transaction. So if you happen to be rolling with a big crew, sometimes people like to go uh, to the outings as like a birthday party or whatever it may be. You can put together more than one transaction. Let's say you got 15 or so. Right. Email us the transaction numbers afterwards. We can put you together. That's only if you order 10 or more. You can't order like three singles and then try to get them, get them right. together. Do that all in one transaction, please. Also on this listing, so we don't have to email you afterwards, is the link for the hotel and also the link for the round trip bus ride if you're not staying over. So everything is on this one page. Go to the7line.com, click on the top banner that says Philly, and it'll bring you to the page to purchase the tickets. I like when we're not in a rush anymore uh, to keep it under an hour. I know. I just looked at the clock and got like well, a sense of you know, panic. I, I was like, oh, we're fine. Well, not only that, I don't, I, I don't know where you got to be, but uh, no, I'm good. I don't want to rush the guest either. Like if we're rolling right. with John, I don't want to be like, sorry, I got to go. No, no, you no. Know? John was great. And I'm glad we got to speak to him freely. So speaking of great, we have some big things planned for next Thursday. I can't believe it's next Thursday already. Uh, Damn. It's next Thursday. Already. Next Thursday, opening day in Miami. So Holy the opening crap. day tailgate is next Thursday, a week from this Thursday. Uh, I, I, I'll check the weather report in a second. I just put it on Twitter about Dapper an hour ago. Darren is back for 2023, it's gonna be like 80. baby. I can't, oh, I can't even turn my neck. Uh, I went to go look at you, and I got a sharp pain in my neck. So if you missed the beginning of the show, I threw my neck out while taking, taking a shower. Uh, so we will be in East Lot 3. The gates open at 11 a.m., but you should definitely get there earlier than that. I can't really get a gauge in how many parking spots this is, but I don't know. Maybe it's a couple hundred. So be there kind of early uh, so you can get a spot. We can hang out before we go in. We're going to have uh, porta potties there, some live music. Omar is going to be playing uh, some bongos or something. Love that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like a steel drum. I don't know. He's going to be playing something. It's going to be fun. I trust him with my life. Yeah, it, it's going to be a good time. So that's the shirt if you haven't seen it yet. But what we didn't get to discuss last week on the show because it didn't happen until after the show is <sighs> our friend Sam is going to be walking alongside the Marlins and Mets coaches to bring out the lineup card to home plate. I'm so excited. So for I'm almost positive she's going to be walking with the Marlins coach, but who cares? Like who cares? she's going to be walking out. Meeting, and she'll probably be talking shit to him the whole time. That's why I fucking love <laughs> meeting her. Terry, uh, not Terry, meeting, <laughs> meeting Buck at home plate. And, uh, you know, even just being on the field, Is Terry Collins with the Marlins now. Did Terry Collins is like an advisor with the Marlins, yeah. but so he also maybe works should for, walk out with Terry Collins. But he also works for SMI, so it's like I feel like that's a conflict, conflict of, of interest. interest. He shouldn't. I mean, I don't want to take anyone's money out of their pocket, but like, <laughs> I don't know if Terry should really work for the enemy. Whatever. Anyway, so she'll be walking on the field. Uh, so make sure they'll probably even show that John. Like they they usually capture yeah. that. Oh, of course we they should. Will. We got we got it. We got to get him back. I mean, like, show but they always show that. I know they they show the managers walk out, talk to the umps, yeah. they point at something like, oh, is that fair? If that like they always talk about something. She'll be standing there yeah. like. <laughs> probably cursing or saying something inappropriate I love her so it's much. gonna be awesome but she can't wear met stuff that's okay so if you haven't seen uh it'll come out of her mouth i put up a you know a screenshot of a text with her i'm like hey would you want to do this you can't wear met stuff she wrote oh my god yes i'd love to that's fine i'll bring another shirt because i'm sure there'll be like an area where she could walk ahead of time to throw on the other shirt throw on the event shirt again She's so she's got this what Sam likes to say a lot is it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. So today's phrase. Phrase of the week. Phrase of the week, word of the week, whatever is it's, it's a, a vibe. vibe. If you want free stuff from the seven line, we're going to pick someone after this week 
that writes it's a vibe as a, co a comment comment it right now on the video if on, you want free stuff if you want free it's stuff a vibe. and you're watching on facebook or youtube just write it's a vibe in the caption I mean, in the comments and you're in the running to win and we'll select you guys next week love it uh we might have back-to-back sny guests on the show oh uh we talked about this prior it's not confirmed yet but maybe next tuesday we'll have another sny guest on the show oh uh we hope that happens uh if it does you'll be the first to know because uh, I'll be very excited to share the news. So oh my Julia knows who it is already. We'll see if it happens. So just write it's a vibe if you want to win some free stuff. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. So a week after that, we will obviously be back at City Field for tailgating in the marina lot. And, uh, and I'll be know, parking for $5. Up the street and then walking down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to put a, 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 what do they say, put a damper on things a little bit, you know, with no. it being the price of it is, but it's opening day. It's Whatever. such an event. That people are going to go no matter what. So meet totally. us down there in the Marina lot. I didn't put up a blog post about it yet because by now you probably know where the Marina lot right. is. You know, that's our home base. Uh, the truck is for sale still, but it's not sold yet. So it will be there. I don't want the truck to get well, sold. You got a bunch of thousands of dollars you want to give me because it's just <laughs> no. sitting here in the back. It's, I'm staring at it every day. I'm like, this is such a waste of money. Sorry. Um, I guess I could talk about this right now because I'm trying to almost like force the Mets hand to get the buy the truck for me. Okay. So I talked Let's to do it. I talked to a few people at the team and I'm like, listen, um, the kiosk is great. I love having the kiosk in center yeah, why field. Why can't you just make the truck? The we could have a truck outside yeah. that also sells stuff. So people that don't necessarily always walk around the uh, the field level who right. might not ever go to center field could have the opportunity to pick stuff up outside. Totally. So yeah. it, I didn't get a no. Okay. I didn't get a yes, but so I didn't get a no. There's a chance. So we're saying there might be a chance <laughs> that uh, the truck will stay in good hands i don't know why you'd say no to more opportunity to make money because the same thing we were talking about with like the dog like who owns that land can you really sell stuff on the sidewalk type well, thing if the dog is getting away with it by the dog i mean the scumbag human is getting yeah. away with it why can't you i'm just trying to keep it in the family i mean honestly it's for what it's made for it's not being utilized for so I it's understand. it has wi-fi it has a slot wall it has all the fixtures to hang the shirts right. and the hats and this and that it has led lights it has speakers it has a menu it has everything it needs yeah so if it works out, I would love for the truck to be outside, like to the right of, you know, the Hormon Apple and this and the Seaver yep. statue and the truck could be there uh, as an extra store. Block the spot where he keeps the dog so the dog can't sit there. Yeah, that'd be great. Bring the dog home. So that's the story for that. Um, so, yeah, right. It's a vibe if you're interested in yes. winning free stuff. Besides that, the day after opening day, which I maybe it was poor planning on my part because I wasn't thinking about it being Good Friday and also the day after opening day. Maybe people don't want to go back and forth to Queens. Yeah, uh, there are still tickets available for the party cruise. So if you don't know what the party cruise is, I'll, I'll pick it up right now. Julia can't go. She's busy, of course. I have my brother's wedding. <laughs> Well, that's tell them to have it a different day or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's in North Carolina. That's a problem. It's on Saturday, but I got to travel. So the Seven Line Party Cruise. We're sailgating again from City Field, the World's Fair Marina, uh, around the Statue of Liberty. I called it the Empire Steel Building <laughs> last week. And then back. It is uh, open bar, dinner included. And, you know, just bring a couple bucks to tip the bartenders. $116 gets you on the boat. The, the food, the drinks, everything's included. And there's a DJ on the top deck. There's a dance floor out there. If it's a nice night, they'll open the top. Like there's like um, retractable windows. But don't worry about the weather because it's it's all enclosed. Right. If you want to go outside on, on the, the bow or the, the stern, whatever, the front of the back of the boat, you can even be outside if it's a nice night. We did that last year, especially when we started going down the river towards the uh, towards the Statue of Liberty. Uh -huh. 
you go under a couple of bridges. It's really, it's beautiful for photos and stuff too. So pick up tickets, 116 bucks, go to the seven line.com and uh, come on out. It's going to be a fun time. So last week's winners that wrote the word Puma. I wonder if Puma has gotten caught wind of this yet because it's not we're not dissing him definitely not i feel like he would he would have said something because the rumor that we're spreading is that he leaked justin verlander's nudes yeah which <laughs> obviously like he didn't have... no of course he didn't somebody did um but i i don't think it was mike puma not confirmed but i don't think so yeah all right so <laughs> what no they leaked them themselves no one like went into verlander's phone and posted his own I don't, photos with his i wife. don't think justin verlander or kate upton decided to go online and post their well no he's gonna get accidentally happened yeah so, like, some somebody well sometimes there have been that we're going off the rails now but there has been like scandals in years past where like hackers have been able to get into like celebrities iClouds. there was a bunch of news really? all at once that really like, it was like jennifer lawrence uh, i can't remember anybody else Did you see that new but movie with her Yes, oh it my looks God. so good. But that looks like if it the, looks like something that shouldn't be made today. It, that's why I love it. Well, <laughs> and if the tables were turned, where it was like a younger girl, oh, like if no. that movie was made with like Never a teenage girl and a and a man. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, the, the boy in uh, you don't know. There's a new, there's a comedy, a rated R comedy coming out with Jennifer Lawrence, and the premise is she is like a down on her luck, needs some money, like not a put together woman, and there is a, an of age. I think he's like 18 or I think he's like 19. He's a I 19. thought he was in high school. No, 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 they wouldn't have done that. He's like a 19 year old guy and his parents just don't think he's getting himself out there enough. And they're looking to pay somebody to basically date their son. Yeah, it's prostitution. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. It's a concept. I saw the I <laughs> saw the trailer really and I was though. like, who approved this? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, if the tables returned, it would not oh, get made never. if it was, uh, you know. The roles were reversed. Never. All right. So last week's winners that wrote the word Puma. <laughs> Today, all you have to do is write the words. It's, it's a, a vibe. vibe. Shout out to our girl, Sam. She's very excited about her opening day perk. Um, okay. So on Facebook last week, or now this week's winner, the way it works is you have to contact us. We can't contact you. It's the privacy thing with the DMs no, 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 and no. stuff. That was the reason we did this is because you can comment on the comment from last week. You won. You can reply. Oh, then she'll them. see it. Yes. All right. This so I got to go. I got to go back and do that then. Easy, All right. Easy. So uh, on Facebook, I got to go back and do that. I'm going to put a little star here. Do this. <laughs> don't forget. Uh, Caitlin Larkin Woo! on Facebook and on YouTube, Nick Parisi. I don't know if I can comment back on YouTube. I'll figure it out. If you don't hear from us, then just hit us up. We, I think you can. We owe you a gift card. Click oh, his I, name and message. I totally glanced over this and I named the <laughs> the title of this show. I told you to do sad trombone. I know, but I, you know, whatever. I wrote a bunch of things before you wrote back. So I think the title of the show says something about speakeasies, tears for Diaz, and something else. Met stuff. We actually did talk a whole lot about the Mets today. So. Yeah. Before we turn this off, because now we really don't have any kind of shot clock here. So the title or of the pitch show clock. pitch clock here. So the title of the show actually makes sense. <laughs> if you did not see the news today, the Mets announced that the Cadillac Club at Payson's is coming this season to City Field. What does that mean for me, Julia, and the people watching the show? Nothing. Probably nothing because... It is a super ex- – oh, man, it, this is so small. You can't tiny, even see tiny. it. It is a super exclusive club that you have to either get a membership to or maybe even be invited to. Hold on a second. Uh, let me see if I could get really closer. Good thing I'm wearing my glasses. Okay. With only 100 seats in the club and limited to 25 to 30 members, the exclusive membership to the Cadillac Club at Payson's 
includes assigned seats for every Mets game, complimentary parking, and complimentary food, soft drinks, beer, and wine. Members will also have access to a private bar for cocktails. So what this tells me is I'm probably never going to get to sit there. I right. mean, may maybe someone one day will invite us there, but to be one of 25 people that have your exclusive membership card to this club is going to have to cost so yeah. much money. Yeah, that's 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 a rich person's perk. Yeah, I mean, obviously fine. they branded it. It's called the Cadillac Club at Payson's, and we're very happy that that Joan Payson is getting yeah, more shine. I didn't know Payson's was a place. Now I well, guess yep. it's a new place in the ballpark. Well, if you remember, it used to be called like the Mozone. Then it was something yes. else. Yeah. They extended so the seats. That. That's why, like the 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 dimensions of the ballpark is changing right. to make extra room for this new club. So it's okay. called Payson's. But the reason why it says at Payson's, I think, is because it's a branded space. Right. Space. So. If the just like Caesars Club is now Piazza 31, whatever it's called, yeah. true, whatever, uh, depending on the sponsor, the Cadillac Club, I'm sure the Cadillac emblem is not in stone. They yeah. could probably take that down and change it to the seven line at Payson's right, if they wanted right. to. But I don't have millions of dollars to <laughs> sponsor the thing. Uh, so that's the story with that. Are we ever going to get to go? I don't know. Uh, the photos of it look incredible. But honestly, like it's it's probably one of those places where not to diss anyone who has this money to spend you're probably not getting like the biggest diehard fans in there. So I feel like once right. you're in, it's almost like, Oh, look at this cool thing that we're doing. Yeah. Shoot photos for social media, maybe brush shoulders with Steve Cohen or you something. You know what? That might be a good place to ball out and do something like a, a bachelor bachelorette kind of event where it's like, you have something to celebrate. But you can't, you're willing you can't, to spend all you the money. You can't go on. there. It's membership well, members you, only. Uh, if you know someone, I but guess. what does that even mean? Members only like season ticket holder. What, what does members mean? Did you not listen to my, me reading that? Yeah. Thing just but now? like, what does that mean? It means that you have to buy a membership card to get in. You have an assigned seat in there for every single game, but you probably have to pay like a hundred grand for the year. Or something. But so it's like a country club. Yeah, but like how many? I don't know if you said this because it said there was like a hundred seats, but only twenty five people per game or twenty five groups per game. Is that what it said? Like how many members can there be? Uh, I don't know that. I mean, honestly, you can go to Mets.com. What is it? Mets.com slash Payson. Well, who's like to that. say you and a bunch of friends can't go in on a membership? So I don't have a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, spend on but this. that's why it's you and a bunch of friends. Even though I wanted to buy a seven train last year. <laughs> But he can't. He can't buy a, a ticket with a bunch of friends. I, I don't know. I I just feel like it's. I'm it's, gonna look into that. It's cool that they that they're honoring Joan Payson. Uh, is it? It would have been a little bit cooler if it was a space where like more fans could go to it. Sure. Um, is it? Am I hating on it because I can't go? Yeah, probably. But like, <laughs> I think it would be fun. All right, you're you're gonna find your way into there. Well, I'm you, going you on Thursday. Know enough people that someone's gonna be like, "Hey, come with me for a game." Don't like, you make the T-shirts for the T-shirt launch? You'll find your way in there. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm going Thursday for the What's New event. So they have. Who's so already gonna be there? Well, I don't think they're gonna bring us in there. But <laughs> okay. the What's New event is this Thursday. I love it. It's my favorite event of the year. Back when I still ate stuff that everyone else eats, it's like honestly, it's the biggest buffet you've ever been to because yeah. everyone that's there to like show off their new burger or whatever you can sample everything right and now i eat plants so it's not really <laughs> the same but uh kelly and i are going to be out there checking out the the, the new spaces or whatever they're going to try to show off that day uh the new scoreboard you see they play tetris yes. on, not tetris uh you mario kart i was thinking they need to bring back now they have this giant scoreboard remember when they did the sleepovers at city field where you could sleep on the outfield grass yeah which i feel like you probably never really slept no, but that's like imagine like a big movie night with that scoreboard. That would be freaking awesome. What they really should do, and I'm thinking way ahead, should the Mets find their way in the postseason this year and advance past a wild card series? If there's like away playoff games, they should absolutely host watch parties in the stadium 
on that ginormous screen. Because what else would you use it for? Do you think anyone ever, was ever conceived on the outfield grass? That, no, I, I don't. What a well, if they're letting people sleep over I mean, there, it's that could we, you put a tent up? You could, is there any privacy? I don't have the answers to your questions, but um, <laughs> it, fact checkers, if you can see the child on the out of the city field grass, please let us know in the comments and then type it's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. <laughs> if you're watching live, uh, there is the no one, it's not a video of anyone conceiving, but if you uh are watching live, it's SNY, I think, or the Mets put this up yesterday. I think, yes, I think the Mets did someone playing Mario Kart on the new scoreboard at City Field. And if you look here, you can't really zoom in, but you see there used to be seats here. Yeah. This is like a new area too. Huh. So I don't know what this is yet. Maybe we'll I'll find out on Thursday when I'm there. But there's like, I don't know, maybe there would have been 20 rows here. Now there's like four rows. I don't know what that is. Maybe some new exclusive area as well. Uh, if you're not watching live, it's like directly above the home run apple to the left, above like left field. Right next to the scoreboard. I don't know what that's called. It used to be called some kind of porch couldn't tell you i don't remember what it's called but whatever that's the story at city field um i also glanced over this lindor is back in camp and uh yes. since puerto rico got eliminated but he had some interesting comments yesterday that um he didn't realize he much how much he loved lindor and how diaz. much he loved diaz until he got hurt he was like crying I yeah, guess, he, right he like couldn't stop crying yeah which i get it you know it's it's again like not placing blame on anyone but i really don't think Edwin Diaz had much to do with his own injury. Like he wasn't jumping. So again, like I'm not, this is not me blaming Lindor or anything like that, but I have to imagine the team kind of feels a, the tiniest bit of guilt that this happened. Not that they should not, whatever is not what I'm saying, but I am sure that was a very emotional moment for everyone because, you know, it wasn't just like Edwin was out there and hurt himself. That was kind of a, a group effort that took place, but um, yeah. And it's also, it makes sense that, you know, they spend so much time together. They become really close without realizing it. And then something like that happens and you realize how much, you know, you love him, you love his family, how this is going to directly affect everybody involved. And yeah, sucks. I just sense. tried to look up. Well, obviously we have to talk about our friends at TickPick. Of course. <laughs> uh, I was going to go to the Knicks game last night. Thankfully I didn't because uh, I don't know if you care about the Knicks at all, but See. Julius Randle almost scored 60 points last night and they still lost. Oh. So it was definitely a bummer last night out there uh, at MSG. But our friends at TickPick, if you're looking for tickets to basically anything you could think of, I um, I even looked up Supercross tickets to uh, see what's going on with that. They're, they have a race at MetLife coming up where the Jets and Giants play. Fun. Um, That's where Taylor Swift's concert will be. Oh, yeah? Didn't she sing like a million dollars. songs the other night? She sang for three hours and 15 minutes straight. She sang 44 songs. But Iconic. like, was any of it coming out of like her vocal cords or was her lips just moving? She sings. I don't know how, I, I don't know how else <laughs> to tell you this. Watch a video of it. She's clearly singing. So what? She wasn't just lip. Did she lip sync like half of them? She doesn't lip sync. How many songs? Ever. 44 songs. I don't know if I buy that. All right. Well, pay a thousand dollars and go see for yourself. No, I'd rather become a member at the <laughs> fucking speakeasy club. <laughs> All right. So if you want to spend not a thousand dollars and spend your money wisely going to Mets games or anything else, go to tickpick.com. If you see here, I typed in Mets versus Marlins for the opener at City Field. You can get in right now for one hundred and six dollars as the least expensive That's ticket not bad for opening day. They also. Yeah, of course. That, that's great. 
Um, that shows, well, that's also standing room only still. So getting in the door for 106 bucks to stand with no seat. I mean, that's more power to you. <laughs> um, but you could search however you want. So you go up here for the star rating. The best deal right now, uh, from tick picks standards is section three twenty row six. That's the best deal. They said for 255 bucks, but there's a bunch of filters here. You can type in your quantity, type in your, if you want to maybe only want to sit in the first row of a section. If you only want to sit in 8A, 8A, if you only want to sit on an aisle, there's a bunch of different filters here you can select. So right. great feature, excellent website. We love TickPick. Go over to TickPick and use their app or the website and use the code OABT to get $10 off any order over $99 for first-time users. Yes. So it's a, it's a great tool. We love it. We use it. Supercross, Taylor Swift, Mets games, whatever you want to do, concerts, this love and that. TickPick. Use Tick pick, we love them. Uh, and also, we have that giveaway starting next week. Remember? Oh, yes. So, Tick Pick is going to give you two tickets to any game in April at City Field, which includes opening day. So, Crazy. if you are the winner, you'll be able to go to opening day on the house. Maybe you have to work that day, though, and you so, want to go to a different game, you can. When do we, we're, we're doing that next we're week? We're going to announce the details next week. It's going to be the same thing that they did for the playoffs last okay. year. So, it's like a share contest. Got it. So, you'll have to follow their account, follow our account, and share this tweet. Uh, speaking of, did you see there was an imposter, like a spam T7L account? Yes, I did. I reported it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So after we put up, I guess the some company or some entity or whoever, spam company, uh, <laughs> I guess they search the words like giveaway. Okay. And then they basically copy and paste your bio, your image, and your, your cover photo okay. and make another account and then email... Or DM yeah. all the people who are participating in the contest, which we just asked people to RT, RT retweet, and ask them. They said, "Yeah, you won. Give us your credit card info. We'll mail mail you out the hat." That's sick. Number one, who would ever do give yeah. someone your credit card information <laughs> for something you won for free? Uh, so hopefully, no one got like had by that. But God. we got to shut down like right away. So shitty uh, people in the world. That's the that's the story. So if you want to be in the running for the free stuff from us, and you don't, you won't get a spam account from this just write it's a vibe <laughs> as a comment <laughs> and uh that's pretty much it tonight usa is playing against uh tokyo japan. are you gonna watch uh yeah japan sorry what time is it on i don't know i'm not gonna i <laughs> uh, I, I just ask if you're gonna watch doesn't mean I, I will am. i will if i'm not sleepy i i go i'm in bed by like 8 39 these days for, so. i'm not it's for me it's not must see tv i will tune in i don't even know if pete or mcneil are uh are playing but whatever <laughs> whoever wins hopefully they have fun and uh, Otani will be a Met one day too. So that's true. We will see what happens. So uh, next week, same same time, same place, one p.m. Hopefully, we're gonna have a special guest, uh, and then we might also have a special guest on Thursday in Florida. Oh, so oh yeah, what a what a cliffhanger to leave you with. You might want to come to the tailgate uh, next Thursday. All right, guys, see ya. Share the show. No, don't share the show. Actually, you know what? Still you can share, share the, show. the show, but you, just comment. It's a vibe. You can still share the show. We appreciate it. It helps us a lot. Where are you watching from? If you're listening after. Oh, yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> if you're listening uh, as a podcast, we appreciate that as well. Definitely hit subscribe. Leave a rating. If you are watching on YouTube. Also, we love the uh, subscriptions and the likes and the thumbs up and the comments and all that. It really helps the show grow. And we enjoy doing this each week. So thank you guys for checking in with us. Thanks to TickPick. Thanks to John. He does a phenomenal job at SNY. Follow him on Twitter. And um, that's it. That's it. Put in the book. Books. Skip it a book. Yep. See you next week. <laughs> With maybe uh, Haji. <laughs>